Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery here in Bellevue. One of um, our monthly locations now, Gunnar's Gallery, is known as one of Bellevue's social epicenters. I'm your host, L.B. Duchess, with co-host Tracy Klinkroth of Chick Chat Seattle and um, Fancy Frenchwood of uh, Living the Fancy Life. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. (laughs) We're a little slow to go today. (laughs) Um, today's show is brought to you by Fuse, one of our fabulous sponsors, um, Juice Drinks. They have lots and lots of different flavors. Um, on our show today, we have Socially Acceptable and Unacceptable. We have uh, Larry from Pleasant Hill, who is our wine uh, guy for today. He's going to be telling us about the two live on-air tastings we're going to be doing. Um, Pleasant Hill is located out in Carnation in a beautiful country setting. Uh, we're going to have the Duchess Report with what's been going on and is going on in the Bellevue Seattle area, and this week, what it is to be socially savvy. Okay, uh, so food for thought, social food for thought. Uh, I'm going to start it off with a bang, guys. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I, I've been waiting for this. I know. We've talked about this one. Um, okay, so as we we know, social trying to get people to be socially appropriate has been a stretch these days, and... Unfortunately, I see example after example to talk about, so I don't think we're going to run out of any material for the show anytime soon. (laughs) Uh, The social food for thought this week is, when attending functions at private residence, it is always good form to make sure not to to show up empty-handed. This also applies to when you bring more than one guest. Make sure to compensate in what you bring for the increasing people you are bringing. Example, I went to a seafair party last year, and a group of six came to the party with a small box of chocolate chip cookies and proceeded to eat everyone's chicken, (laughs) drink everyone's beverages, and eat everyone else's cake. (laughs) Nice. Those are the guests we want coming over, right? (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, here's one of the things I wanted to bring up, and I mean, I think we've all hosted events. Um, There's that socially awkward moment when somebody goes, oh, I forgot to bring something. Don't do that. Don't do that to people. Well, unless you plan on forgetting to eat something. Yeah, well, (laughs) there's that. There is that. (laughs) <laughs> I just think that if if you're going to, if you've been invited to something, you know, be considerate, be courteous, because you wouldn't like it if that happened to you. And it, it cracks me up because a lot of times people think that um, it's okay because they put the host on the spot either beforehand. And it's like, oh, well, we're going to be running a little, like, it's okay if we come, you know, and we don't bring anything. Don't ask. Just I, To me, I just think that you're putting them on the spot. What are they going to say? Are they going to say, oh, no, you can't show up? Right. No, they're going to say, yeah, go ahead. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? Am I, like, being rude? I, oh, no, I mean, I've actually, I ask, and pretty much all my friends ask, what can I bring? And so, right. seriously, I don't need them to bring anything. And other times I'll be like, well, you know, you could bring, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, yeah, well, I think it's always good form to at least bring a bottle or something. Yeah, I was going to just say, when or I don't know pack. for sure, I yeah. always bring a bottle of wine because whether they use it that night or not, it is one of those things that could be put up for another evening. For another event. Or, yeah, yeah I totally agree because I think I think a lot of times we, we you don't need everyone bringing a slab of ribs because everyone's yeah. not going to consume that much. But but certainly, even if a host says, don't worry about it, I, I agree. Bring bring a six-pack, bring a bottle of wine, whatever you think, you know, they would like. It's going to fit. Yeah. Sure. It's going to fit. It's very event. expensive to put on. It, it is. Absolutely. House parties, it's 
very it is. expensive. Sure. $200 I've spent. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. And you do it because you love to and you sure. want to have your friends and family over. Yeah. But, yeah, it can get expensive stuff that people have can chip in. Nice. Well, and if you're looking for, if you don't know what to bring, it, you can never go wrong with a fruit tray or a veggie tray. Yes. Swing by a QFC, swing yes. by a, um, a little market, and grab a veggie tray, a cheese, and, you know, cheese and crackers. Right. Yeah, those are all simple things that you can bring that will mm-hmm. add to no matter what what the topic of, you know, theme or whatever of the party is. Yes, so. agreed. Well, we're excited here today because we have Larry from Pleasant Hill um, Cellars Winery here, and he is going to be telling us uh, what our first on-air tasting is. It is a white. It looks delicious. So please tell us what we're drinking. Uh, you're drinking a Sauvignon Blanc, and it is from Pleasant Vineyard over by Prosser, and it's uh, actually it isn't. It's in the style, not of the uh, New Zealand style, but it does have grapefruit and but it's got a creamy finish, and uh, it has a little citrus to it too. It's it's really yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use that word a lot when I'm drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy, it's delicious. Shrimp high detail. Well, we, we had it with shrimp last night, and it was really good. Oh, that would be really yeah. nice. Shrimp with some citrus uh, sauce on it. it was yeah. Nice. This is lovely. But, so tell us a little bit about your winery. Well, this is the 10th year that we've been in Congratulations. operation. Congratulations. Yeah. And, yeah. and we started in 2001, and... Um, uh, I worked for Boeing, and we opened up uh, a wedding business there, and that supported the winery for two years because you buy grapes, barrels, don't make any money. Mm-hmm. Next year you do the same <laughs> don't thing. Make any don't money. make any money. <laughs> Third year you're making a little bit of money, mm-hmm. but the, the wedding business, and actually my wife is the one who ran the wedding business, and she saved me. So <laughs> Wow. So you would host weddings at your winery? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We did that for seven, eight years, and then we built um, a main winery building, and we quit uh, the wedding business. It's just too much work. Mm-hmm. But one year we did 39 weddings. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all through the summer. Yeah, wow, I can imagine. I can't even. There's only 52 weeks in a year. My goodness! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm doing the math, and I'm thinking, how are you even trying to do anything with wine? <laughs> no, this is really great. I definitely, I'm learning to become a wine taster because mm-hmm. we all know I'm no wine connoisseur, but but I, I definitely get the grapefruit, and mm-hmm. and I, I I get the citrus, and I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah, fantastic. It's really refreshing. Well, I had to say that Pleasant Hill is one of my favorite wineries. Um, they're also a sponsor of Chick Chat. And um, Larry and his wife are just uh, adorable and delightful. awesome and delightful and really easy to work with. And, yeah. Well, and I love, uh, you know, if you're looking to go check out a wine, I mean, the, the Woodenville Wine Country and all that, but if you're going for a unique experience and you want to go out into the country, like truly the country, your little tasting room that you have out there, and it's not little, actually, um, is this beautiful country background setting out there off of the, is it 203? 203, 203, yeah. 203 yeah. and uh, just delightful. Well, you know, I always say that wine tastes better in the country, like food tastes better in the country. Oh, there you go. And wine tastes better in the country, and it beats drinking wine in the warehouse. <laughs> 
in Woodenville. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's fun to go bouncing around, but I have to say, when I've come out to a couple of your events, and, and yeah. you do some pretty large ones, yeah. there was an event here you did a couple of months ago where you paired, you had 16 wines paired with 16 different types of food. Yes. And it was an experience. It was, we you talked that? Yes, you guys he that? he did that. Ah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, my wife did. Oh, that. you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll see him. Get and he gets credit too. He gets some credit for it. But it was in that atmosphere. It yeah. was a beautiful day, which was unusual for that particular time of year. The sun mm-hmm. had come out, and uh, just the pairing of the food. That's one of the things we've talked about a lot on the show. With it's amazing how you the. the Different wines can taste change the different flavors of the food. You can be eating the same food with two different wines and be experiencing two different meals. Yes, absolutely. And um, we, my wife has done this for um, years, and we work with a caterer that we met to our wedding business. Wow. And uh, Joni's Catering from West Seattle, and they're uh-huh. quite good. And now they still work with you? Oh, yep. That is yeah, wonderful. They sure do. Well, we're going to have you back on to tell us about the red, and then I want you to tell us your story, because I think your story is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for sharing the white with us, and um, we'll have you come back and tell us all about the red that you brought today. And what's the website? PleasantHillSellers.com for your website? Yes, and you're also on Facebook at Pleasant Hill Sellers, too. And and we've linked um, with Socially Savvy so people can find you as well. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Okay, um, next on our list is what it is to be socially savvy, brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at sweettalkwipes.com. Okay, what it is to be socially savvy. What was you guys' social week like? You know, I, I'm getting such like early onset of Alzheimer's. I can't remember what I did last week. Oh my what did goodness! I do last week, what did okay? What did I do? I didn't do a lot last week. I did do uh, Saturday. I caught the just the very end of the torchlight parade. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That, I was gonna say so that was nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. how was yeah? I've never done that at all. Have, oh, how it's was it? Fun? Crazy and fun. It gets insane. They block off the entire is it Fourth Fourth Avenue, Fourth Avenue, and they yeah. come down Fourth. So if you're trying to get into Seattle from 99, forget about it. If you're Not trying happening. to get up past Fourth, yeah, uh, we ended up having to go circle back around, get on I-5, and come down Seneca. We were going to an event at the Columbia Tower Club, which, by the way, last year I watched it from the Columbia Tower Club, uh-huh. and oh, that's that a good was idea. pretty amazing. I mean, because you have an aerial view, right? But it's it's very fun. It's it's really exciting to see everyone come out in Seattle and, and support. And I remember after last year's parade, there was this big debate over trimming back the the trees <laughs> on 4th Avenue. Oh, you know, so that, of course everybody had to weigh in on that, right? And at one point they were thinking of moving it, but it's a tradition to go down 4th. So say, it, yeah, it, it looks like they go kept, down 4th. You know, the tradition. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was pretty exciting. It was nice. Well, I remember I, what I did now. Okay, Friday, I went to Rockbox. Have you like, yeah, heard of that? No. The karaoke. Oh, it's Fun. I've been there. It is fun. You get it's, your private booth. Yes, it's like Japanese. And how many people? Style. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Japanese I'm, style karaoke. Don't know anything karaoke. about this. So you said your own booth on Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill. It's all these little rooms, literally, like little rooms of like eight, ten, five, oh, twelve so people. Oh, you can have a real personal, you get a personal private. social. Yeah. And if you're the kind, fun. like I, I could just sit there with one other girlfriend on night, like pass the Mike, microphone back and forth. It's really fun. It's just like you know, you have your little room. They come and serve you drinks. You have your own waitress and wow. you just put song after song after song. It's really fun. 
So is there is it just you order off the menu? Is there a fee for um, there's in? a fee? There's, there's a like fee. a fee for person based upon the size mm-hmm. of whatever room that you get. Yeah. Ours is about ten bucks. There's only oh about geez, it's like per hour per person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's affordable and fun. Yeah, and it was really fun. Super fun. Really fun. Okay, I love it. That was that's totally socially savvy. I know that I like is it. socially savvy. <laughs> Okay, today's Socially Unacceptable, brought to you by Pop Chips, Never Fried, Never Baked Thing Popped. I love this. Okay, we actually, I posted this on Facebook. We had a ton of of feedback come off on it, but I just can't believe that it actually happened. It blows me away. Okay, It is socially unacceptable to post something on someone else's Facebook wall and start with, I hope it's okay that I post this. That's passive aggressive, and it's such a nasty way of guilting someone into leaving it up. It's just it's total crap. It pisses me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do people a courtesy of privately messaging mm-hmm. them and asking first, but understand they have a right to mm-hmm. say no and don't yes. get your panties in a bunch if they do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do that myself. I, I do. I, I don't think... Like, I have some friends who are really uber-connected, some of you sitting right here yeah. <laughs> talking on the microphone, and some other guys who might not necessarily want chit-chat stuff. You know, we just right. throw stuff at them. So I ask them first. Sometimes they don't reply, and I get that that means no. Right. Or uh, you know, businesses, like there's this one called Power Chicks, and I ask her, and she's always she's always been really great. But, yeah, sure. But, yeah, you don't. You I, don't. This whole passive-aggressive, um, you know, this has been the theme of, of the whole social not what to do this last couple of weeks. I've seen it predominantly over and over again. what do again. you do? So what's the answer then? Because so, it happens with Chick Chat quite often, and I do want to be collaborative. And you know what I do? probably with both of you, too. But, like, if somebody just posts, oh, so-and-so sale or come to this event. Because you're going to eventually be getting money from posting events. Right? I have been, um, what I do, is, and there's been some great charity events that people have posted on my Facebook without asking, and I delete them. Mm-hmm. And I come back and I message them on the backside and I said, hey, I said, you know, if you could send me um, information on events on a back message and then I can post as it is appropriate to my listenership and when it's appropriate, right. I'm okay. happy to support you, but please don't post directly on my page. Um, and the reason for that is it's not necessarily, you're right, there's some people you make an exception for, but I have made a habit of, I I don't edit the post, but I tag the post, so now it becomes my own to try to stop anybody else from thinking they can just drop a post on my Facebook. Yeah. So it's not that I'm trying to be uber controlling about it, but you know what? It is my brand. It is my face mm-hmm. um, that we do have listeners, and I want to be conscious and considerate of them, too. So I have a similar gripe. Can I share? Yeah. Please. When someone tags you in a photo that you're not in, but it's a picture of their product. Oh, cannot. Oh, their, what is, know, I, I never knew really knew what <laughs> that was. That. So they're tagging oh. you so that it appears on your page. So that people, and so your that people, people see. Because what happens is people won't see it on your page unless they're visiting your wall directly. Yes. However, yeah. they will see it in their stream where it says, you know, Fancy Frenchwood was tagged mm-hmm. in so-and-so's and it's photo. So but I'm not in it. Yeah. No. Okay. So I, just, I was wondering. I, I removed it's, that's another passive you know, aggressive. I see, I see that on like girls clad in bikinis and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh no. I like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't just delete. I Hodges in that photo. All I see is a woman with no clothes on. Oh okay. I never so there, so and so the answer to that, like you were asking for the solution, or I just remove the tag. That's oh. all I do. I don't say anything. I just okay. Tag. So you're nice. I don't. I don't, I don't you know, not just remove tag. the tag. Here's here's <laughs> another one though that I have, and I you may have seen this. I posted this on Facebook when. You know, you have a large network and you use Facebook for the purpose of networking, but 
read someone's status prior to asking them to video chat with you when you've never met them before. Oh, what, that's what right. You would were we have the need to video chat, chat about? about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've never chatted. Mm-hmm. We've never met in person. Well, I'm single and you look good to me. Yeah, <laughs> but my status says married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why would you, you, would you like to video chat with my husband too? <laughs> I know. It's like, I mean, Hi. we're not into that, but yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and this is the, so, yeah. this is the basic courtesies I think a lot of people are missing. And I have to say, I am delighted. One of our original hosts, uh, Arena, is yeah. here Arena's tonight. Here. So we're going to be making her butt in and tell us because she is so uber social. And I'm sure. And I know she has some social I media. Say, and I know you have. So, so what, basically, what we're talking about is people being passive aggressive on Facebook. You know, oh, is it okay if I? I, I hope it's okay that I posted this on your wall. Oh God, no! Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I think that if you are close enough to the person and you want the event or whatever they're advertising on the wall, they would ask you anyways. So I think a lot of the non-asking and posting is really coming from people that you wouldn't even want to yeah, post on your wall. Exactly. So I deleted, and then I think if it happens again, I would just rather delete the person, you know? Yeah. Because I, I know the tags that you've been talking about earlier, I absolutely hate those because I, know everyone I don't want to buy your fake Christian Lemon <laughs> I'm not interested in your fake Jimmy Choo's, so don't tag me, and you don't, know? Yeah. Don't be – here's the thing. And if you're listening, catch a clue. <laughs> oh, so this happened. This happened to you. Our listeners, well, our listeners know. But you know, again, one of the one of the reasons that it, one of the fun things about this show is just FYI, you can post if somebody's posting something obnoxious mm-hmm. on your page. This would be the perfect show to post a link and say, "Hey, you might want to listen to this show." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Link it to the link it so that they could hear. You know, I think this show is particular is pertaining to you and your attitude. <laughs> now, I I guess it's just to the point now where I think the more we talk about it, and one of the things we have mentioned before, and I want to say it again, it is socially acceptable to call people on their BS and call them to the table and accountability. The more of us who start trying, you can do it nicely, but trying to get people to be accountable and calling them to the table, more and more people will be strong enough to do that. And you'll have more, um, we'll be able to change some of the thought processes that are going on right now that are just driving us right up a wall. We have generations coming up, and if we don't start changing things now, what are they going to deal with? I mean, they won't know how to be social media savvy. Be, there will be no savvy. They, they won't do? even be able to spell savvy. Well, and one thing, and then we'll beat, leave the beat horse alone. But the thing is, when I looked at it, when somebody posted something recently, it's like, I don't know if they, they realize, I know that they want access to the, to the network. Right. But what they don't realize, I, you, fancy, anybody, has spent a lot of money and a lot of time cultivating that. Yeah. And well, and I think some of these people don't care either. Well, that's too bad if they don't care. Sure. And that comes to what we've been talking about. Just delete. Delete. Delete and block. Delete and block. <laughs> you know, because if, uh, I think if people are being obnoxious, then they're not really your friends anyways, you know? You know, the, I guess the reason why I... You had, um, Fancy had mentioned that people, you know, most of the people who listen to our show are socially savvy. But you know what? I know of a few people in our personal networks that, that we go out and they're at the same things. They really, they do it and they really think it's okay because mm-hmm. nobody has told them, in whether it's a cultural difference or nobody's just called them on and said, you know, that's really rude. I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they may keep pushing it, but at least, you know, they ha- can't say they haven't been told. Right. Yeah. So, agreed. 
Okay, socially stupid of the week. Socially stupid moment of the week. So pay, pay attention, listeners. This is going to be the highlight of the show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Brought to you by um, Galaza Energy Drinks because you're going to need energy to deal with these kind of people. Somebody please explain to me why people are so stupid. Has to be in an oh. upscale restaurant in the bar and find it acceptable to talk about shit. Now, when I say shit, <laughs> I don't mean stuff. I mean the actual feces. Thank you. While people are eating and drinking. Um, I was befumbled. I don't understand how it doesn't sink into their brain that where where they are. So uh, it's not funny. People are trying to eat. Here's the catcher. The icing on the cake. She decided to leave. Um, well, she is the icing on the cake. She the is fact the icing that it's on a the woman cake. doing this behavior. Yes. I'm like, are you kidding? As soon as I read that part, uh, this was great. She decides to leave this room that we were in and walks out to the noisy bar, but was worried about the meat she was chewing in her mouth. But she wasn't worried about the literal shit that was spewing out of her mouth before. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, not only is she clueless, but I don't even need to mention the color of her hair. Oh, now we're stereotyping. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry. partial blonde yeah. Hey, I have caramel highlights. I have caramel highlights. Well, I, I don't even think that it, I don't care if I'm in line at McDonald's, which I don't eat there, but let's just say I I, I don't care if, even if you're eating. I, if you're in a public place, this is just not a topic of conversation that needs to be discussed. Or, or I just, I don't anything even like anywhere. that. Like, you know, some, anything that's a little bit intimate, which bodily functions, body functions are exactly. not acceptable. Things like that are. It's like you, you have the coos. Coos, thank you. Coos, to be talk If you're going to talk about these kinds of things, and you talk about it in a low voice. Like when you say they have cancer. You know, I mean, it's called yeah. whispering. And, you know, I mean, first of all, I don't know why somebody would feel like... Well, the the, the to, way the conversation was going, it, it yeah, meant, we, was meant to be a joke. And then the joke got out of control because, because the terminology said, you know, she used the... Yeah, she was drunk and she used the term shit. And then she said something to the effect of, well, that only comes out of me once a month. Okay, okay, okay we did okay. not need to hear that. That was where it was going over the line. There's nothing wrong with her anyway. <laughs> I, but but these are the details of things that, okay, subtlety. Yeah. And I think you've mentioned that alcohol was involved, and I think that's the biggest thing is, But you it's know, not an excuse, do you it's think? It's not an excuse, but from traveling this summer, I've realized how, as Americans, we love to go big or go home, and that with drinking with us is going big. And when you do go big, sometimes you start talking about stuff that you shouldn't. Sometimes so, you fall over like a weeble. Sometimes you fall <laughs> over, and I think that's one of the things that we could learn from other cultures just to, you know, maybe control the way we are when we're in public and that drinking doesn't always mean that you should, you know, um, talk about shit in public. <laughs> it was so funny because when I posted on Facebook, people are like going, well, what kind of shit were they talking? I said, no, shit. Shit. Actual <laughs> shit. Just Straight up, and it, it, I was dumbfounded because I I posted on within an hour. Of, I just was dumbfounded that I was sitting there listening to it. It just and blows me away. That also means that the person was talking way too loud. That the conversation was way too loud. Yeah. If you can hear somebody talking, well, and here was about, the bad part: is there was this couple sitting there eating a really nice dinner, and they're having, and I just felt so bad for them. I now this is a, a time where I almost would have called them out for it because I know Tracy and I we were like. When people are talking too loud and somebody's crying up on stage, we're like, shush, shush, you need, no, leave the room. But this is one of those, if I had said something, I'm calling even more attention to it, which would make them uncomfortable. And so, you know, we're all just sitting there listening to shit, listening to shit. 
trying to wait for it to pass. <laughs> well, well, when you have shows on TV like Jersey Shore where it's great to be loud and obnoxious uh, and ridiculously drunk. Well, Bart Simpson, South Park, you know, all those things have made it funny to be inappropriate. And it, inappropriate is not funny. It's just not. So that was our socially stupid moment of the week. Please do not try this at home. <laughs> or in public. Or in public. <laughs> Now, we're going to be giving you fancy with living the fancy life. Honey, how's it been going? It's good. It's great. So this is what I did to live the fancy life this weekend. Sunday, I went to I went with a really dear friend of mine, and she brought her son. I brought my son, who's a football player, and we went to the Seahawks training camp. Oh, oh that's right. I saw yeah. photos of that. What so, was that like? I've always wondered. You know, it, it was really exciting. I've attended so many of these things with Cedric my youngest son, because he does play football, he's attended several, you know, training camps that he participated in. This is the first pro camp that we actually got to sit and observe. And number one, it was just exciting that we're going to have a football season, right? Because yeah, they just yeah. decided, was it Wednesday or Thursday? So yeah. very, very excited that we will have a football season this year. But going to the training camp was like going to a game, except it was on the lawn. And talk about a beautiful office space. It, I, I told my son, maybe you will want to be a Seahawk one day after all, because it's right on Lake Washington. It's beautiful. Yes, down there. their new campus. They built a beautiful oh, facility. Oh, it's beautiful. It sits right on the water, and I mean, and, and there's a hill that you can sit on and watch the training, and then they scrimmage. So it's almost like a show, and it was it was super super fun. And I have to just a bragging point. My son did get Pete Carroll's autograph. Yay! <laughs> So that was super, super fun. It was great. So that you had a lot of, for for that event, like people who, like I have never been to those, that's really kind of a, a fun event for people to interact with some of the Seahawks and, and see them up close and, yeah. and get that, okay, cool. you're a real person and, and give it. them that, that motivation that, you know, maybe I could do this someday. Well, that's exactly right. And that's one reason, you know, taking Cedric was really important for me because it does show that there's an accessibility there. Yeah. That, oh, this is within reach. They're not so far away, you know, you're back in the stands looking down on a field or watching on TV you're there and you see that they're just real people just like you are and they've worked hard to get where they are so, yeah yeah very exciting very fun Cedric had a great time and you know hundreds of people there it was it wow. was just an amazing amazing and the weather was perfect it was beautiful well you made a good point and I'm gonna, I wanted to butt something in here real quick um, about them being available mm-hmm. to people with all the drama that we hear on the news and the networks about um, athletes being you know stuck up or snobby sure. and, and I really wielding guns at clubs. Yeah, yeah. I really want to yeah. iterate how many of these athletes do make themselves available. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a special podcast edition that I put together that was interviews. Um, I, we were socially savvy was a sponsor of the second annual Zip Fizz Golf Tournament. Oh, and there was an ex Steelers football player there, and somebody from the, the Steelers, and I can't remember the other team. And then uh, somebody from Q13, and I was interviewing these different guys. And the reason they had gotten involved with it was because it was um, they were benefiting Boys and Girls Club, the 13 um, mm-hmm. Boys and Girls Clubs here in the King County area. And that was their way of, of like you're saying, being accessible, reaching back to those kids, because some of these guys had come through the Boys and Girls Club, mm-hmm. and somebody had done that for them and had invigorated them and got them excited, and that's how part, a big part of how they got to where they were. Well, sure, and I think most of the professional teams have a requirement that their players are giving back to the community in some way. And so that that's just part great. of what goes along with it. But But I will say that there was a point at which, Cedric and I were standing along the fence line, and Cedric observed an assistant to the team running back and forth and giving the players Gatorade. 
And so Cedric, oh, I, I have cute. to say, he's 16, and he looks at me and he goes, Mom, do you see that there's this guy, why is that his job to to take them their Gatorade? Like, why can't they go get their own? And, you know, and I told him, you know, that's why that really does feed into the ego and into the sense of entitlement of yeah. they're above the law. You know, and so a lot of them do act out and misbehave because they're catered to. No, I mean, they're true. really, you're well, standing you there, they've got someone bringing them a towel to wipe their sweat and bringing them Gatorade, yeah. and they don't have to move to do yeah. it. So, it's it, a little you know, over it, the it top. It can go both ways. Yeah. But it was no, exciting. I agree. So, that's that. Okay. Lastly, okay. What else, I do want to mention my job opening of the week. Actually, two job openings. I'm looking for and currently interviewing interns. This is paid internship. I'm looking for software engineers and software development engineer in test. So if you want to get in touch with me, fancy at seattlesearchgroup.com. Seattlesearchgroup.com. Fabulous. Now, um, I know we haven't talked about Saki in Seattle in a long time. Do you Mm -hmm. have any fun stuff coming up with that? Yeah. So I'm currently working with the community manager of Google Places. And if you've heard of Google Places, it's a brand new application in Seattle. I think they just launched about a month ago. Uh They've only done two or three events so far. So I'm in talks with their community manager to co-host an event where we'll do a sake tasting. So we've, we've tried doing Wasabi Bistro. They're unavailable. The second place I'm in talks with right now is Oasian. Both of oh, those wow. are in Seattle. So if there's anyone out there that knows of a venue that serves sake and would like to do a sake tasting, you know, the benefit is to the venue because Google yeah. Places is an application where uh, patrons can go online and rank or review, review their right. experience. So yeah. we're looking to get about 50 people there. It should be a fun event. Yeah. Awesome. I, I know the owners of Rain Sushi. And Let's Wallingford. do it. I love I it. I think we should do it. We'll definitely <laughs> post post on, on Socially Savvy so our listeners okay. know when. But So does everyone hear that I have permission? <laughs> yes, she has permission. I have permission to post on her Facebook page. Honey, you're okay. a co-host. You have permission. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> okay, so Tracy, anything yes. new in the world of Chick Chat? The world of Chick Chat. Because we, now you yeah. have Chick Chat Seattle, you have Chick Chat we Chicago. Just launched, we just launched uh, Chick Chat South Sound uh, slash Tacoma. Tacoma and who showed Tuesday. up for that? You had you had full on media coverage. I did. That was the first media coverage that we had. I was very happy. I was that very was happy amazing. About that. And I'm very blessed to have a really great Uber chick. Uber chick, yeah, managing it. So it was the Tacoma. With Como News slash Tacoma was there, and they wrote about us right away, and it was really nice. And um, she, my Uber chick there, has kind of um, spawned an idea, and that we're always going to try to sell raffle tickets for some really great door prizes, so then the money can go to a nonprofit, the, the featured nonprofit. So we raised about three hundred fifty dollars for MLK Ballet, which is a ballet school in Tacoma that allows girls to they give them free ballet. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and they performed. It was really cool. It was really great. So I'm excited for that. I, I learned about yeah. so many nonprofits things with you, which you're going to be like my Uber connection when we get the Socially Savvy calendar going. Yes, which I'm excited for you to do that. Yes, we've started. Yeah. Just for our listeners who we've been talking about this for the last month, um, one of the things that Socially Savvy really wants to do is we are putting together um, a calendar that is going to feature all of the legitimate nonprofits in the area. We're hoping by the end of the first year, once we get this sent off and, and started, that um, any every social, um, social event that is benefiting a charity, whether it be a gala event, a golf tournament, a um, auction, a party, that we're going to have and host it because one of the the things that has just broken my heart in the last couple of years is as an events photographer, I go in and shoot these events, find out about them, try to talk about them, 
shoot the events and then post the pictures. And every single time, listeners like, gosh, if I had just known, these are the events that should be sold out. And yeah. when we were first talking, I know, Tracy, you've been affiliated with so many different um, charities and stuff, and I couldn't figure out a way to identify with any one, but m- what I found my passion was it was being able to feed all of them, yeah. you know, in one. So Socially Savvy is hoping yeah, to have it so that within a, a fir- our first year, uh, the second cycle that everybody comes in, every event will start to be sold out. Yeah, if you can be the clearinghouse where it's like, you know, if you're going to go out, might as well yeah. go out and party Check for a purpose. And Yep, it's the PWAC. It's the Socially Savvy PWAC calendar. Party with a Cause. Oh, very good. Okay. (laughs) Love it. So anything else? Now, don't you have some? Um, We have another spa party coming up um, August 23rd, right right across the street almost over here. Red Doors. Red Doors Spa. Now, we went to one last year, and that was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was. Has it been a year? It has been. Oh, that was in October, so almost a year. Oh, my gosh. Time flies when you're having fun. Woot woot. Okay, so and they can go to um, Seattle Chick Chat on Facebook. No, to chick, uh, chick, chick Chat Seattle, Seattle. or ChickChat.net. ChickChat.net. Okay, fabulous. Um, okay, we're going to move on to the Duchess Report brought to you by Cascade Ice, two calories, sugar-free flavored sparkling water. What went on last week? Uh, the Bellevue Arts Festival made for a crazy three days around the square, but brought new arts, crafts, and fun. Did any of you guys else get to attend the arts festival? I know, Irina, you live like right down the street, so you're probably like in the arts festival. I was going to say, she was in the arts festival. I didn't see that post on Irina's page. Did you go? I did. Well, you I did? had to because I have to walk through it. <laughs> I was going to say, she did I was reading all your pictures. I mean, reading all your pictures. I was watching you as you go went through Italy, and that was really oh fun. yeah, yeah. So it's really nice to be back, and um, um, I had to go through it, and I actually had some people visiting, so I took them to the um, arts um, festival, and I think it's a lot of fun. It brings a lot of different kinds of people, and from a lot of different places too. So not just Eastsiders. So parking was a mess but yeah otherwise it was a lot of fun <laughs> we we did we were really good we warned all our socially savvy listeners and facebookers that you know just be ready for a, a parking adventure yeah. <laughs> that's what it was like avoid at all costs avoid at all costs um so we are now that well while we're sitting here and you know part of socially savvy one of the things that we're going to be working into is being able to talk about being social in other places Tell us a little about, you know, when you were in Italy, you so being social in Europe has such a different connotation and feel to it. I mean, what are some of the things that you saw that you think Americans would benefit if they could just kind of grab the concepts? Sure. Well, it was really funny because um, in Italy, you know, the system of how the bars and clubs or just any drinking place where you socialize with somebody, like restaurants, works really differently than it works here. I was really surprised to see how much they work on the honor system. Where here, if we go somewhere, you know, people want to know that you're going to pay them or, you know, they're getting oh, yeah, some kind of money card. out of it. Yeah. yeah. Let's get your card. Let's get your blood sample. Let's make sure you got credit, you know. And there, it's just not that way at all, where you're able to enjoy your meal, enjoy your drink without paying all the way through. So it's kind of like play first, pay later. And we're really surprised because we stood there with our euros and we're like, are we just getting free drinks because we're cute Americans? Or, like, you know, it, it took a little while to get used to it. And then they were like, no, no, you know, enjoy, sit down. You know, you don't have to rush. It's okay. You'll pay for it. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting from both sides where, you know, from the per- people that work there and from the people that consume that, you know, they have that honor system. 
Do you think it's just because they live at a slower pace of life that they're more thoughtful? And and it seems like one of the things that is wrong here with our social um, network and what's going on is we're not aware of anything but ourselves in the moment. We don't pay attention. Absolutely. And that's our individualistic, you know, point of view of like, I'm an individual. Yes, the entitlement of, you know, where they're so collective and they get together and just sitting around with a bottle of wine and enjoying that where we don't really see that here, you know. We stand around with our drink, and we only know the people that we know. And so that was a really nice um, breath of fresh air. I really enjoyed it. I think that one of the when I met you, it was because you came over and introduced yourself to me. Yeah, <laughs> see, I love that. And Pete, so many people are afraid to do that. I yeah, and that wasn't the case there. And it was also you know talking about that you know about people getting drunk or acting inappropriate. I mean, you're gonna get that everywhere, but their culture is really different where they don't really do that, and that's really inappropriate. And I. You know, somebody was trying to explain to me, they said it's a bruta forma, and I was like, what is that? And it's, you know, a very ugly form. You're in an ugly form when you're drunk. And I thought, yeah, that's true. You're in an ugly form. You well, know? yeah, you, you showed the worst part of you. The worst part of you. And so that is totally socially unacceptable, especially for females. And that was, you know, wow. where to us, they always say, oh, you know, they they see things like Bad Girls Club and things like that, and they think <laughs> that's the way America is, and that was quite embarrassing for me. I thought, I well, hope that's not. Unfortunately, there there is a lot of that that goes. I mean, you walk through Bellevue, you've had your own experience. Oh, there. absolutely. I, I mentioned several places that I don't, you know, that I enjoy going because I love music, I love meeting people, but I don't enjoy going because I just feel like. I don't want the behavior of others to be the reflective of my night, you know. Right. I don't want my night to be like, oh, I went and got wasted at, you know, this and this place. Where I think it's, that's another thing that's really important is reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have, it looks like we have a live caller. I'm going to go ahead and try to take this because it may have to do with what you were talking about. Let's see if this, this is the first time we've tried to is take a live caller in. Been, oh, I was going to say, wow, we have really show. progressed here. <laughs> People calling Oh, well, in. okay, so they disappeared. Dang it. Oh. I was trying. To, they'd been on hold for a minute, and I was thinking, oh, oh I might actually catch this one. <laughs> so if you're listening to the show, you can call in. We're learning how to take the call in um, and manage it. We want to be able to open it up to chat and get, you know, people's opinions and what they're thinking because um, we want you part of the show. Since I've been, you know, listening to the show and just socially savvy as I was traveling, I think it's so nice that it's branched out and, you know, you've been doing things at other venues, and it's not just exclusive to the east side or you know so no matter where you live or what age group you're at you can join different types of events oh totally and and that's part of being social i mean yeah our demographic is 30 to 60 but you know you're not 30 yet and i think the cool thing about being social is being able to reach out to somebody who's outside of what your comfort zone whether it be your age your race your creed Mm -hmm. your social standing as you perceive it be willing to be that person that walks across the room if you see somebody stand by themselves and go, hey, you know, who are you? What are you doing? Come on, check out what we're doing. Come in now, you know, would you like a glass of wine? You don't have to be the host. You can you can always be a host. Yeah. You don't have to be the host. Absolutely. And that's another thing that I've really noticed during my travels. I went to a little city of Cayi in Italy, and it was so interesting to see parents and children and even grandparents at a bar together. Yeah. I just, oh, that was Mexico's an eye-opener. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, how nice is that? They're just all the children that grow up where alcohol isn't a big deal, so it's never a big deal. It's never a big deal. And also socializing to them just comes very quickly at an yeah. early age where socializing is part of your life, where yeah. you interact with other people and you realize that you're human, they're human, and you're all here And you together. learn to be polite. You learn and to you be learn considerate. To communicate. Yeah. So that was a really big iPhone opener, and I thought, why don't we do that? Well, yeah, that, yeah. that's another show all together. <laughs> 
Well, I believe Larry from Pleasant Hill is going to be telling us about his fabulous red that he has put in front of us. Um, again, one of our favorites here. Uh, they, I, don't, they don't have a bad wine. I don't. And you I'm know what? I have never had a bad wine. And I tried 16 <laughs> wines at one of your functions. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what we're drinking with this one. Well, this is um, a blend of Cabernet, Cabernet Franc, um, a little Petit Verdot, and a splash of Malbec. And it is our uh, Cabernet-based Bordeaux blend. And uh, we bottled this about five months ago. And uh, this is the second time we've poured it outside the winery. Oh, wow. Well, we're privileged. Yeah. My gosh, I love it. <laughs> I like that it is light. It, it, it's Typically, when you drink reds, a lot of people are really worried about drinking reds in the summertime because they have those heavier notes. And even though it has a richness in it, it's still really light to the palate. Yeah. You know, we were, we just got back from France. We were in Bordeaux, and we tasted some of the, their wines. And they have that same kind of structure. They're, um, they're very refreshing and uh, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> expensive, I like. And, but uh, they're they're kind of the same style, and they're not that dark, heavy, brooding type of wine. This one isn't. That, well, and that, in that style. I don't know if it is just indicative of of where our wine culture is going. That I mean, you don't you you tra- taste a Chardonnay now, and there's very few of the quote unquote atypical Chardonnays. You taste a Sauvignon Blanc, a Merlot. You know, yeah, they'll have certain notes to them that are a little bit more typical, but I'm finding their wines these days are more approachable. My more palates, their uh, the, the rules of only drink white in the summertime, only drink red in the winter, have gone right out the door because you there's whites and reds that are being made that fit any time of year, any kind yeah. of food. I mean, there's whites you can drink with a steak, <laughs> which is amazing to me. That's true. That's true. Do you think that's indicative of just because of where we are in wine culture, or is it are there patterns? Is this just a, another wave of a pattern? No, I think people are uh, not frightened, are getting to learn more about wine, and they'll drink wine, uh, any type of wine with any type of meal. Yeah. And it, if it goes well to their own palate, it's fine. They're enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, we we are we're. Of course, that's what we do for a living, we're, but we're, we mix and match a lot of wines. Uh huh. So, um, so you're going to ask him to share his story. I want I want to hear your story because I think that one of one of my favorite attributes to most of the wineries that we have ever encountered is the story of the people who create the wines and who why they created the wineries and what they were doing. Um, the personal stories on the backside are always, um, I don't know, they, they're kind of like keynote of what happens. And when I heard about you and your wife and how your lives had crossed paths and then came back, and I just think that that's an amazing story, and it, it's a telltale of, of culture and, and and life. So tell her story. Oh, oh, I'm not too sure what the story is. But I'll tell you. <laughs> we, um, uh, of course, my wife's Danish. And I didn't know anything about wine, and then I met her when I was about 46, and uh, we started, um, I started drinking a little wine, but then we went to Denmark, and she's Danish, of course, and went to Denmark, and we um, met one of her friends who was a high-powered architect in Copenhagen, and prior to going to his house, we uh, picked up this really nice bottle of Bordeaux and brought it up to his house and gave it to him, and he was really impressed with the wine. 
and um, he thought that I knew a lot about wine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> which I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he opened up some great Bordeaux, and it sure tasted a lot better than Bud Light. <laughs> so, so that was the start. And then I, we came back to the States, and I joined the Boeing Wine Club in 1993 and started making wine with the Boeing Wine Club. Oh, and wow. I didn't it, even know that they had that. Yeah. The Boeing Wine Club is in the making uh, wine. There's guys that are on that club that made wine for 25 years, and they taught everybody that came in how to oh, make wow. wine. Oh, wow. Then I went down to um, California, uh, Davis, University of California, Davis, and took some week-long courses. Uh-huh. And um, it's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. You know? And we are always on the cutting edge. We were the first winery to come out. One of the first wineries to come out with Malbec. Uh-huh. Now, everybody does Malbec, and I can't even get Malbec grapes. Oh, wow. And so we want to be the first winery to come out with a grape called Tanat. Yes, we were talking about this before the show, and I'm very excited to hear yeah. about this. And Tanat it has uh, more cancer-fighting agents in it than any other red wine. Oh, wow. So There you go. Okay. So yeah, we're we're buying reason. a case. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we're we're going to call it like the uh, Fountain of Youth. Oh, I like it. So when, you know, our listeners, because a lot of our listeners do love wine, yeah. when would they be able to be looking for these wines next spring? Oh, no, they, it'll be two years. It'll be two years, okay. Yeah. See about 18 months in the barrel. 18 months in the barrel, okay. Oh. Wow, yeah. and so now my favorite wine with you was, their temp- was your Tempranillo. I hear yeah. you have a Tempranillo blend mm. coming? Uh, we do. We have a Grenache Tempranillo. Awesome. Uh, out right now, and we're going to oh, have I'll a go check temp- it out. Tempranillo, uh, uh, 100% will be coming out probably in 12 months, along with 100% Mavedra. Oh, so, I'm so coming yeah. for the temp. I want another case of the Tempranillo. Yeah. Just, just put me down. I'm down to one bottle, and it's breaking my heart. Well, I don't have any, so... <laughs> I'm Maybe sorry. You sell it back to us. <laughs> Please don't ask. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being well, here yeah. and sharing your wines with us and our listeners. Yes. Um, again, they can find you at Pleasant Hill um, on Facebook, and then is it Pleasant Hill Cellars? Yeah, Pleasant Hill Cellars on Facebook. And ple- with dot com. Yeah. PleasantHillCellars.com yeah. um, to order wines because most of your wines, what like eighty and ninety percent of your wines go um, to your wine club members. Yep. So oh. people, you have most of the your wine is bought up right away. <laughs> yeah, we're we're fortunate. Yes, you are. Well, and it's such a beautiful setting yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so thank you so much well, for being you here. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. We're also very fortunate today to have Diana's delights again in uh, the studio with us. Oh, MG. I know. Oh, my God. I just had, I just had one. <laughs> we're really sitting good. here. We're today's. You know, we're over at Gunnar Nordstrom's gallery in here in Bellevue, the epicenter of social um, playing and networking and art. Um, we had a beer sponsor, our Paps and Rainier beer sponsor mm-hmm. here today. We had um, Topolino's Pizza. She is local um, to the area, and she brought pizza in for us. Then on the flip side, we had our Pleasant Hill Winery, Mm -hmm. wine tasting white and reds. And then to top it all off with Diana's Delights, her little cake balls. Uh, The top ones were cherry, and I don't remember what the frosting mixed in was, but it's dipped in a white chocolate. 
and was so good. I just had that. Oh my oh, gosh, I've got good. one sitting here in front of me. I'm just like not even. I know they're calling to us. Call and then the other cho- um, cake ball that she has is a chocolate with a chocolate buttercream and chocolate cake. So it's dipped in chocolate. I mean, it's like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Uh, what I wanted to really emphasize, a lot of people have tried cupcakes and, and truffles and all this kind of thing. These are such a refreshing change because they're, they're really lighter. Beautiful. They're, they're really beautiful. Light and beautiful. Um, so they're fun to, to change up a party if you want a, a different kind of party favor. Um, all of our listeners are getting these little cake balls, and she's got them in a cute little cellophane with a stick. So they're yes. a very the elegant. This is gorgeous. Yeah, it she is does really a fabulous job yeah. with it. Post some pictures of that. Yeah, we, that. yeah we're taking pictures and and. But you can find her at Diane's Delights. Um, at hello at Diane's Delights dot net. It's D I A N N E S Delights plural dot net. And we will be linking her. We've got her on Facebook, so we'll be linking her as well as her um, Facebook page. So yes, yummy. Mm-mm. Yummy, yummy. Thank okay, you. moving on with what went on last week, uh, or actually, no, coming up this week, uh, brought to you by Eye Candy Lash Boutique. This week's special, call in and ask for the introduction special. Get a full la- um, set of lashes for $100 or a fill for 50 And I went in and got my lashes done today, very so nice. I'm feeling very fabulous. happy. Uh-huh. And anybody who's never had them, we're actually going to have her on the show, and she's going to be talking about um, they just expanded their, their salon over there, so they've doubled it. They're doing um, hair extensions, and their approach on it I thought was really interesting because they're doing a 30-minute free consultation mm-hmm. to walk with you through the different kinds of extensions that you can get and what's going to be best fitted for you, you know, price point. So it's not going to be a flat price point. It's going to be, okay, what do you want? They color match the whole nine yards. So I'm really excited to check that part of it out. And they're going to be doing, they do feathers now. You know, feathers are all the rage. He's going to be telling us all about that here in a couple of weeks. Hair feathers hair or for your eyelashes? Okay. No, hair feathers for your, <laughs> for your hair. And um, they have two more gals doing lashes. So they have six girls doing lash extensions in their um, salon now. So great time wow. to get them. If you've never had them, they're you don't even know you have them on. Yeah. I, they're... All the guys listening are going, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, but we're talking girly things. So, okay, I believe Miss Tracy is going to be telling us about um, some of the local stuff. All right. Um, Farmers markets are open in Bellevue Thursdays nights from 3 till 7 p.m. at the First Presbyterian Church in Kirkland. Um, It's now at Marina Park every Wednesday, 2 p.m. till 7 p.m., and also at Redmond on Saturdays from 9 until 3. And then Issaquah is on Saturdays from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. And it's obviously a really great place to get to support local growers. And there's also artists and other vendors. And, you know, if you're going to shop for produce, uh, you might as well buy it locally. Because it's healthier for you and you're, you know, helping. Well, yeah, and you're supporting your community farmers. and the local people. And I don't know about you, but... I love buying my fruits and vegetables from the fa- the local farmers because oh, yeah. the flavor. You buy a cucumber in the grocery store and you buy one from one of the farmers markets. It's like night and day. Yeah, the one from the store doesn't even taste like well, a cucumber. <laughs> and they also talk about just about how it builds community, not only because you're helping locally, but you talk longer with the person that you're buying your flowers from at the yeah. market or your yep. tomatoes from, and it's just you know it's a nicer, friendlier way personal to touch. shopping. Yeah. It's, a, it's a personal touch. We love it. Okay, 
Don't forget, uh, the Sea Fair is here. Yeah. Have you guys seen the Sea Fair Pirates? Yeah. Oh, we saw that you were partying with the Sea Fair Pirates this last week. You got to tell us about what it was Apparently, like. Apparently, I know the Sea Fair Pirates. I was sitting outside, lounging outside of Belltown, having a drink with my friend. And uh, they stopped their ship, and one of the guys said, Are you Irina? And I said, Yes. <laughs> And my friend's like, you're you know, world-renowned. You know pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I now know pirates. <laughs> she has pictures with pirates so, and she parties They're a lot of fun. Them. Those guys go all out. And, you know, they had their, um, whatever, the Seafair Torch Parade. Torchlight Parade. Torchlight Parade, yes, yep. this last weekend. Total Saturday mayhem, mayhem and craziness over there. But yeah. a lot of people joined. So it's exciting. Seafair is such an exciting time for us because that's what we wait for like all year long. You know? I guess it means summer is actually here. Yeah, yeah. summer is actually here. Weather, boating, which is so big yeah. with us here. So yeah. it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. They have tons and tons of events that go on this week of Seafair. Um, <laughs> for an entire list, go to www.seafair.com. Um, and one of the bigger ones, besides the Torchlight Parade, is um, happening in August. I think, Tracy, you have that info? Yeah, August 56th is the Lake City Pioneer Days Festival and Grand Performance Parade. It's the 69th annual Lake City Summer Festival, which celebrates Pioneer Days. It's the second oldest ongoing festival in Washington, or Seattle, greater Seattle area. Um, and it's going to be fun for the whole family. There's uh, events such as Vintage Car Show, Children's and Teens Family Fun, the Streetcar with a street fair with craft and food vendors, games for seniors, Rotary Kids Parade, and a grand performance parade. So it's something for everyone, regardless of your age. So come join in the fun um, Lake City Pioneer Days. That one should be a lot of fun. And we have our Paps Rainier and Blast rep here, Mr. Ryan. He's been our mixologist at several of our events. And uh, he's got a really cool event coming up this week that he's going to tell us about down in Seattle, I believe, in the Pioneer, in the Pioneer Square, Pioneer District down there. Yeah, I have actually two. Thursday is my uh, first Thursday of the month. That This will be the third one at the Lunchbox Laboratories, the old South Lake Union Bar and Grill. <gasps> oh, Tracy's excited. That's with my life-size Connect 4 game. Okay, I have got style. to come and see that life-size connect. Yeah, it starts, at, it starts at 9, goes till midnight. Um, it's up in their VIP area where there's free video games, free pool, and then it's a life-size connect for a game, and we have $2 specials on PBR, Rainier, and Olympia all night. Oh, wow. And I do it bracket style. You, I give away prizes for the winners and little prizes for people for playing. I do 16-person brackets. Um, last month was our second one, and it actually turned out really well. I was able to do two 16-person brackets because there were so many people. Wow. What does that mean, 16-person brackets? You know, like, uh, like the basketball brackets. Oh, okay. Those are yeah, like yeah, yeah, board okay, games. This is a 16-person. Okay. It takes about an hour and a half, so if you sign up, please be there to you know play for the hour and a half that it's going to take. Okay. But it's a lot of fun. And where is the Lunchbox Laboratory? It's the old Southeast Union Bar and Grill, just off of uh, Thomas on Fair, uh, Fairview and Thomas, just okay. up from Patty Coins. Oh, okay. And they have a private, uh, well, semi-private uh, uh, VIP area. It doesn't cost anything to get up there, but okay. there's free video games, free pool, and specials their in the food tech floor. And their burgers? Their burgers are great. Holy yeah. shite. I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. And they wow. have tater tots. Yeah. They used oh, I to love at their tater Ballard tots. When they were, when they yeah, were they're, they're, it's, a, it's a really good and fun it's place, and it's fun times. I had, I had a ton of people. I set up a table of swag so winners can choose some stuff, and... Just a lot of fun. That's our. Th- that's, this will be our third month, so I have no doubt there's going to be a lot of people. Starts at nine, so if you want to play, come and get there at nine. Um, and then Friday is going to be the first of uh, many 
Um, <laughs> down in Pioneer <laughs> Square. It's going to be our first one. Looking at first Fridays of the month, it's going to be a uh, pedicab pub crawl. The pedicabs are little bicycle taxis little bicycle downtown taxis. in Pioneer I think Square. Those are cute. That's a great if you want to be a part of that, um, we start at Hooverville at 7 o'clock. Costs you 25 bucks, but you get a PBR bracelet. Your first beer at each stop is dirt cheap. So Hooverville, your first PBR, not beer, PBR, your first PBR is $1.50. Jeez. And then for that 25 bucks, you get unlimited rides from 7 to 11 with pedicabs from the four stops that we have, four or five stops that we have. And at each stop, so the other one that I know is locked in for sure, um, it'll probably be the third stop is Central, dollar PBR for your first drink. Nice. So 25 bucks is unlimited ca- uh, pedicab rides there and back from for, for four hours, which I heard is a great deal. Well, and those pub crawls are becoming really popular, especially if you've got a group of people you want to go out with. Yeah. You know, you're bouncing from venue to venue. You get to check out a lot of the local little the little places you maybe normally wouldn't stop by. Yep. And those end up being some of your favorite places. And anybody that knows the Central, don't worry about paying cover for the band or anything like that because it's Friday night. They're letting us in for free. You just don't get a stamp. You get your first beer, and then you can go to the next place. Each That's place awesome. is, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. We're going to have four stops on this one. Um, and the, for this first one, we're looking at probably 15 to 20 people right now. Hopefully, it'll be a lot bigger. Um, but we're looking at, in the future, you know, 50 to 100 people. And these pedicab guys have 10 to 11 bikers that can really haul some balls downtown and <laughs> get you to your place really fast. Get me fast, there fast so. before the dollar beers are gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you, yeah, it's, uh, there'll be plenty. I mean, because it's PBR. All these bars have plenty of it. They'll do a little mark on your wristband, and you get your first one for dirt cheap. That's awesome. So. Well, thank you for being one of our amazing sponsors. Always and your fun events coming up, we'll just keep letting our listeners know. I'll keep uh, getting some more out to them. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, we're starting to wrap things up. So um, what else is going on this week? If you're feeling more in the wine mood on Friday, Winemakers Open House at Apex in Woodenville from 7 to 10. Uh, at the Alder Ridge location there in Woodenville. Join um, them for winemaker Peter Division for an evening of spectacular food and a showcase of their award-winning wines. All wine poured that evening will be expertly paired with foods from restaurant Italian... Oh, my gosh. Okay. Italianicio. I never pronounced that one properly. Um, They're in Woodenville. I have had their food. Great, great food. Italian... Italian. It looks like Italian. Okay, she's going to be on the show at one of the gals, and she's going to tell me how to say that properly, so I'm not stumbling so much. Um, They will be releasing their 2010 Savoyant Blanc and their 2008 um, um, Sangiovese. So pop it in. It's going to be $35. Unless you happen to be a wine club member, it'll be $25. It includes your food and wine tasting, wine specials, and an opportunity to um, chat with the winemaker, Peter Division. Really nice. And then um, Sips and Sounds at the Bravern has begun. Every Thursday night, you can enjoy Bellevue's freshest outdoor happy hours from 5.30 till 7.30. And just you just hang out and enjoy the summer, what little bit we have of it while you I know enjoy, we finally have it. I know. Live music, drinks, and yummy bites from Wild Ginger. And you can um, enter uh, drawings to win a signature prize from one of our merchants every week for that. Awesome. We are very pleased to announce that we're going to have two consistent locations for two broadcast the show from live on a monthly basis. One of them here is at Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery in Bellevue, and the second one is at Apex in Woodenville. The rest of the shows very will nice. be broadcasting, bouncing around from different locations to introduce you to new fun venues, um, arts, anything, you name it, we've got it. 
Uh, don't forget to check out woodenvillewinecountry.com at backslash events other Woodenville for uh, other wine tasting events. And uh, we definitely want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for tonight's show. Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, Daniel's Broiler Bellevue, Diana's Delights, Topolino's Pizza, Pleasant Hill Cellars, Pop Chips, Paps Beer, Golaza Energy Drinks, Sweet Tuck Wipes, Zip Fizz, Eye Candy Lash Boutique, Cascade Ice, and Fuse. Um, to put on your calendar for coming up, please remember Bellevue 17th um, is the fall trend fashion show at Nordstrom's Cosmetics. So if you're looking for your hot tips and tricks for the new season, uh, get a hold of us on Facebook. We're have posting an event so you can find out about that. And also put on your books the auction of Washington Wine Barrel um, and Picnic. Stems and Legs is a proud to team up with them for their annual Picnic and Barrel auction this year. Put it on your um, calendar for August 18th from 4 to 7 at Chateau Saint-Michel. Have a great night, and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.